You Can Mentor is a podcast about the power of building relationships with kids from hard places in the name of Jesus. Every episode will help you overcome common mentoring obstacles and give you the confidence you need to invest in the lives of others. You Can Mentor. Welcome to the You Can Mentor podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Zachary Garza. I love every time you speak. Be sure to subscribe so you can hear Zachary Garza's voice every week. So crisp with your consonants. Yeah. I kind of sound like uh, that Should- character on The Simpsons, Duffman. Any of you guys out there watch The Simpsons? Duffman? Duffman. No. Yeah. I, I, I just it. think of like Monster Truck. Like <laughs> If you could say Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Have you guys watched that YouTube video, the phone call with the fake John Cena? And no. he keeps calling this lady back. <laughs> He's like, hello, hello, ma'am. Uh, this is so-and-so with your car insurance. And then the John Cena music comes in. Sunday, Sunday. And she's like, stop calling me. And it goes on for like 20 minutes. Zach, you definitely have a lot of voices that are iconic. And one of which I actually want to do something real quick with you. What's that? You have a, a motivational coach like mode that you oh, get no. into here it comes like the either the halftime speech or or something and so well. i want to do something real quick with you we're going to do a, a a mad lib real quick so i mean you do know that i was a highly sought after and successful uh eighth grade football coach <laughs> yes <laughs> right okay so zach humor me yeah give me a measure of time 60 seconds that's a long time. I shouldn't have said that. Okay. 60 seconds is a minute. <laughs> uh, plural noun. Dogs. That was good. Thanks. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> okay. Now, difficult situation. Car breaking down on the side of a road. That is a difficult situation. Thanks, Cash. Give me an emotion. Sad. A method of communication. Pager. Give me a movie title. Shawshank Redemption. Great movie. I watched that last weekend. So good. Okay, give me a compliment. You are smart. You is kind. And you now is smart. Give me an adjective. <laughs> um, ran or run. An adjective. <laughs> <laughs> that is a verb. Sorry. <laughs> Do you guys know that I was an English major too? No, it's good. <laughs> That's it's the good. worst part about it all. It's okay. I, teach I was English. always terrified of someone asking yeah, me to do a Mad Lib. So, an adjective? Yes. Yes. Like, okay, smelly. All right, a verb, and we're done. Now you can use random no, run. Run. <laughs> all right. Okay, I'm going to text this to you, uh, and I need you to give me your best motivational speech. On a minute-to-minute basis, you have to remind yourself that dogs change lives. You have to trust the process when we get into situations where your car breaks down. And when you fail, don't get sad. You gotta answer that pager when it comes on Sunday. You gotta make sure you remember Shawshank Redemption. Never forget whose you are and who you are. You are smart. I believe in you and I am so smelly. You can run. How's that? Is that good? Yeah, that was good. Surprisingly, like half of it worked really well. Well, tone. Tone's important. I was a speech teacher for a while, which is funny because I have a speech impediment. I have a stutter. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I was a speech teacher, so 
Um, nice. And tone is important. Today, mentors and those people who are considering mentoring, today we're going to discuss the basics of mentoring. The base. Of These mentoring. are things that you have got to understand and remember whenever you enter into a relationship with the kid that you're spending time with. Mm-hmm. I think the older that I get, the more I... Uh, understand that really everything that I need to know to be successful in life for the most part, I learned in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, like just the power of being nice, mm-hmm. like asking questions, smiling, doing all of these little tiny things. Those are going to take you so far in regards to building relationships with people, um, building relationships with the kid who you mentor. Um, and this is what's so crazy is they sound so simple, right? Like these things that um, can really have a tremendous impact on you spending time with the kid who you mentor. These things sound so easy. Like, oh, I've got that. Of course I can do this. Well, duh, any good adult would do these things. But Mm -hmm. so often I find myself forgetting and I don't do them. And it really does have an impact on my relationship with the kid who I'm spending time with. So, Yeah, that's good. I think just remembering like, it's easy. It's easy if you do, if you do the work, right? Like it's easy if you, if you prepare and if you are willing to be teachable, um, and these basics are super practical. I mean, they're not, and they're not, they're not hard things at all, but they, Zach, like you said, they are to her, they are hard to remember in a moment Mm -hmm. or in a season, even of mentoring a kid, but they are very simple and they are very, very much just good life things to remember too. You're like, yeah. okay, these these are good. These are easy. And hopefully just even us speaking these basics will alleviate some pressure that I think sometimes we feel in mentoring to have all the answers, to be able to like check a huge list of accomplishments or um, abilities or, what, or skills. But in reality, these few things that we're going to go over are so simple. Man, it's kind of like basketball. If you tried to play basketball without dribbling, like, or knowing how to pass, knowing how to set a screen, like, you can work from those basics and create a thousand different plays. But if you don't understand the basics of basketball, you're you're playing your own game and mm-hmm. it doesn't work out. Whenever we talk about these basics. I understand that they are super simple. And so you've got kind of two choices here. You can either hear these and be like, oh, I don't need to pay attention to this. I don't need to focus on this. I've got this. Or you can say, man, this might be an area that I need to grow in. This might be an area that I do need to focus in on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to self-reflect and see how my mentee is receiving me, how he is perceiving me. Um, and so we just encourage always like the bedrock, the foundation of mentoring is humility Yeah, Mm. is saying, Hey, I'm stepping into this and I'm building a relationship with this kid and I don't have all the answers, Mm -hmm. but I'm open to being faithful. I'm open to being available. I'm open, open to being teachable. I'm going to learn how to become the best mentor possible. Mm -hmm. And we believe that these are ways that, um, we all can improve yeah. in mentoring. Yeah. So that's so, really good as the first point. Be humble. 
That yeah. could be the first basic of mentoring. Man, that could. We so, didn't even put that on our sheet. You know, be humble, guys. That's good. Yeah. I mean, Jesus called his disciples to make disciples, and disciple means you're a life learner. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to make disciples, you have to be a life learner yourself. Mm. Be humble. Yeah. Boom. Can you unpack, though, how Jesus shows us what it means to be humble? Jesus is humility. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had every right to come down on here on earth and just be like, okay, guys, this is how it's going to be. And I'm in charge here. So you need to do what I said, what I say, because uh, I'm Jesus and <laughs> I made you. <laughs> right. But I just think about Jesus and like, if you guys have ever tried to describe something super simple to someone and they just aren't getting it, it's like the most frustrating thing mm-hmm. ever. Like, mm-hmm. why can't you just understand it? It's not that hard. Like that's, <laughs> that had to be kind of what Jesus was dealing with on a day in and day out basis. Yeah. Um, and just his patience, right. Just to not get frustrated and to stick around and to love them regardless of whether they understood what he was saying or not. Um, the fact that he pursued people mm-hmm. like what business does Jesus have pursuing anyone? Shoot. We should be pursuing him. Shoot. Right. But no, no, no. he, he went out of his way to find Zacchaeus and say, hey, man, get down from that tree. I'm having dinner at your place tonight. And he entered into their world. That that right there is amazing. The fact that Jesus wants to, he desires to enter into our stuff. Yeah. He wants to learn about us. He wants to get to know us. He yeah. wants to to find out what, what we're into. Um, yeah. Jesus wants to enter into our world whenever it really should be us doing whatever we have to do to enter into his world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that that is so, it's just the mark of true humility. Um, the fact that he pursued people that could give him nothing because he had everything. Wow. That's good. So, and what an awesome example as a mentor. Yeah. Right. Because in most cases it's a pretty one-sided deal, right? Like, we are on, um, like we are the ones investing into our kids now for sure. Don't get me wrong. If we are in a mentoring relationship, the Lord is going to use that kid and our relationship to completely change our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but in regards to teaching and things of that nature, we are the ones who are, um, doing the majority of the talking, we are starting conversations. We are picking them up. We are pursuing them. Yeah. Um, and more times than not, they don't, at least on the outside, have anything to offer us. And so I think that's a great um, person to model. Yes. Jesus. Surprise, surprise. It's good to model yourself after Jesus. Yes. <laughs> so good. I want us all just for a minute, kind of step outside your zone, wherever you're at, in your car, on a run sitting in your office, pretending to work. Um, and I just want you to, to picture the person of Jesus. And I want you to think about how he carried himself whenever he was traveling from city to city. You know, how did he walk? What was the look on his face? Whenever he spoke, what did that sound like? What were his facial expressions? I want us to think about the tone that he used whenever he was hanging out with his disciples, trying to teach them something trying to live life with them. What were Jesus's nonverbals like? Did he smile? Did he look serious? Did he look stern? What was he 
like whenever he hung out with the tax collectors and the sinners. Mm-hmm. You don't stick around people day and night for three years unless they have a great personality. Like, so yeah. I feel like the disciples definitely saw something they liked about Jesus and it wasn't just that he healed people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who see the Old Testament references to Jesus that the the Messiah is a man who is uh, acquainted with sorrow, with grief and and all of those things, but miss the part that actually Jesus is like the king of joy. And children are running to him, like mm-hmm. as he's ministering, and people are are saying, "No, keep the kids away." And Jesus is like, "No, like kids, come here." Yeah. Like, and he relates the kingdom of God to children, and and all of those things. And I, I think he must have been a very warm person, yeah. made himself so approachable. I just think about how many conversations were not recorded, you know, like mm-hmm. in scripture. Um, and we obviously like scripture is inspired by God and it is good, but I would love to sit down with the disciples and be like, what other conversations did y'all have that are not in here? Cause yeah. I just, I like totally imagine Jesus just walking like past the sea of Galilee or something. And then all of a sudden, like, they're like, Oh, this is so beautiful. And then Jesus is like, yeah, my dad made that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. See that tree over there. We designed that. We like, just like, and what Jesus's thoughts were about yeah. like this creation that yes, is broken because of sin, but is like literally like he made it, like he made earth. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just would love to know what he was thinking yeah. as he was actually on earth, you know, being like, yeah, my dad made all this. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah you know, I was hanging out with the Holy Spirit <laughs> last week and we we're just like, Hey, I mean, seriously, let's, let's make June bugs. Yeah. And like, <laughs> we're just being like, Oh, you don't even know what's coming. Yeah. Cause like Holy Spirit hadn't descended yet. So right. just like, Hey guys, Takis are going to come one day and we made those. <laughs> like, I Cheetos. just think it'd be so fun. Orange powder. What if there was a prophecy about Takis in the Bible? Who knows? Check Weird. the message version. Also, Takis, shameless plug, Takis Nitro, the habanero with a little <laughs> limon, are Quit so it. much better than the regular Quit Takis. It. I am going to make a chip that every 12 to 14 year old is going to crave at all times of the day. And Caroline Cash. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, um, so... I think Jesus is the definition of love. Yeah. Right. Like for sure. that is who he is. He can't help but be love. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus is joy. He is peace, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, humility. That is who he is. And we're called to be like him. Mm-hmm. We're called to mirror Jesus who is perfect in every way. So that brings us to our second point in the basics of mentoring. And that is this. We work with children. It should be fun. Yes. I love this one. Fun. It should be fun. This is something that I think it's really easy when we are working and then we go home and it's like, oh my gosh, I have to get the kids ready for bed or I have to prepare for tomorrow. And you get caught in this routine of life, which is fine. Like we all have a life and have a routine in that. But when we lose sight of the fact that we are working with kids, we m- totally miss where they're at. And we totally miss um, the idea of being present in their childhood. 
And like, we can all, I think we, it would be safe to say we can all look back and remember moments that we had a lot of fun with a parent or someone, um, a teacher or a coach or a grandparent or whoever it was that was important to us in our life. We can Mm -hmm. all look back and remember, oh my gosh, we used to do this or we did this one time and it was awesome. And as a mentor, you have the honor to be that person for these kids. Um, and like when we're talking about Jesus, I just, I think about Matthew 19 when he's like, let the little children come to me. Uh, Do not hinder them. Mm-hmm. Like, let them come and sit on my lap and play with me. And like, yes, let us like, like these parents push their children up to him. Like, please pray for our kids, pray for our kids, you know, and they are begging for that. And I'm sure those kids were not listening to what Jesus was saying. Like they're in the back playing soccer or they're in the back, like throwing rocks into yeah. the ocean or whatever. And then they're like, okay, I'm going to go sit with this Jesus guy. (laughs) And like, I'm sure Jesus is just like, yes, come on, like, come on kids and played with them and like was present with them. And I just think that is so huge when we are mentoring kids because we have to, we have to dive into where they're at and they're so easily entertained. I mean, you do not have to do much to entertain a child. Yeah. Um, and when you enter into that world with them, mm-hmm. they have so much fun and they their eyes light up when they see an adult mm-hmm. stepping out of their norm and an adult who should be teaching or should be stern or should be disciplining or whatever this child has seen adults be in their life. When you stop that and when you enter into their world, it changes the game. Yeah, And then you have fun. Like, come on. Let go. Yeah. Let go a little. Like, <laughs> Well, and I mean, like the people who are in children's ministry at church, who kids just absolutely love, they adore, are the ones who make them feel special. Yeah. They are experts at making kids feel special, feel mm-hmm. important. Um, and I think that's how Jesus was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how he calls us to be. Yeah, totally. Yeah, fun. Fun is progress. Because I feel like it can feel like fun is this interruption to the meaningful things. And like, no, fun is a meaningful part of this relationship that our kids have relational wells that when we have fun together, that's filling up and like producing something that is so meaningful for the kid. Well, and fun creates a safe environment and a safe environment creates an opportunity where this kid can open up. And where trust can be established. And right. there's nothing more important in a mentoring relationship than trust. Right. So fun is not just a waste of time, but it's actually building something that's going to lead to the most important thing in mentoring. Mm-hmm. Come on. Boom. So good. All right. Next up. Joyful first impressions. That's right, Cash. <laughs> Joyful first impressions. Okay. So I, man, I have a hard time with this. Okay. Um, <laughs> And I think it's just because I'm a big guy. I'm a serious guy. I'm passionate. Like, if you guys haven't been able to tell on this podcast, I'm super passionate. Like, if I'm trying to order something at Taco Bell, I'm like, I want a number six with extra cheese and give me that fire salt. And like, I just can't help but do it. And I, for those of you guys who I'm getting on your nerves, I'm sorry. It's just who Dude, I the am. The drive through lady must love you. I, I have to believe it. Um, but, like, so – Back in college, I used to work for this nonprofit, and we had an event every Monday night for a bunch mm-hmm. of kids in high school. 
And part of our job was to go to the high school cafeteria on Mondays during lunch and try to get kids to come to this thing on Monday nights. And it was the most, to this day, I don't know if I've ever experienced something as intimidating and (laughs) intense as walking into a high school cafeteria, not knowing a soul and trying to get kids to come to something. It was like, that's brutal. It is, it is hard. Like that is like the ultimate, like training and how to succeed in life. Um, but I can picture myself, I would drive up to school, uh, and I would sit in my car and I would just be so nervous and I would have to pray and I would have to give myself all of these, like all of these pep talks. Okay, Zach, you can do it. The kids are going to like you smile, laugh, have joy, like do whatever. Lord, please move through me. Um, and you know what? It worked. Like mm-hmm. I would walk into this situation where I felt unqualified and I felt like the biggest bum. Like I didn't feel cool at all, but I had the Holy Spirit with me. Mm-hmm. And he reminded me, Zach, have joy, have peace, smile. When these kids see you, I want them to see me. And it helped me um, have confidence as I walked into this difficult situation. So the point that I'm trying to make is this, it's okay to prepare how to make a joyful first impression. Totally. So like, there's nothing wrong with whenever you pull up to the school, whenever you pull up to your kid's house or his apartment, sitting in your car, 10 or 15 seconds, one to five minutes (laughs) and praying and just like, okay, Lord, help me smile. Holy Spirit, help me look like a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Help me have joy, laugh, do things like that. Um, It's okay to give yourself these little pep talks Mm -hmm. because it takes seven seconds to make a first impression. And experts say it takes a really, really, really long time to disassociate yourself from a bad first impression. Wow. So when your kid sees you, Every time that you spend time with them, we want to encourage you guys, hey, make an effort to have a smile on your face. Yeah. Be excited. Oh, man, dude, it is so good to see you. How's it going? Man, I am so glad that we're together. I've been I've been looking forward to this all day, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. That is so much more effective, and that's going to create a safe environment as opposed to, oh, hey, man. Texting dude. on your phone yeah. as oh, you hey. walk up. Hey, dude. right? Like, and it's hard. I know it sounds so simple. I know it sounds simple, but man, it is hard, especially after a long day, especially after, man, I've been up since six and I've dealt with my kids and I went into the office and I had a hard meeting and I just got done with this hard phone call. Like it takes some effort to kind of change, change your, uh, change your appearance. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's, I mean, a great basic is to recognize how your mentee is experiencing you. Yes. Like rather than focus on how you're experiencing them and to recognize the little things that you are non-verbally communicating yeah. when you walk up. Yeah. So, so, so like the, I'm a big guy, right? I'm 6'8", 250. You, you are communicating a lot when you walk up. I am. And <laughs> the Lord showed me last year that Zach, you don't know this, but every time you walk in with a serious 
look on your face and your tone communicates that you're either angry or you're unsafe or like whatever it is that you're doing, Zach, you're creating fear in other people. And the Lord really had to change my heart on that. And for a season, this sounds crazy. Every time that I walked into a door, every time that I walked in to a room, I would have to say to myself, okay, Zach, smile. <laughs> Zach, look happy. Zach, have joy. And it, it worked. Like it changed things. Our work culture changed because I decided to uh, try to look like Jesus. I can verify that every time Zach walks in the front door, he is always like screaming some encouragement or is very happy. Yeah. So you're being very intentional trying to do that. So I am because that's a learned, uh, that's a learned skill. Cause that's, that's not, that isn't my flesh. It's awesome. So. That, I mean, leads into our, our next basic is when in doubt, smile. Even if your smile is horrible, you've never gone to the dentist, like your smile communicates volumes to your kid. Yeah. 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 It also little science nerds out there, literally like when you smile, dopamine and endorphins flood Ooh. to your brain Whoa. and your attitude really does change. And if you go into hanging out with your mentee without a smile, you very well, like literally just chemically may not be able to get out of a funk or out of a wow. certain mindset. But when you practice just smiling, when you see the kid that you are mentoring, you will start to associate happiness and goodness yeah. and joy with that person, which I just think is awesome. Like, I just really believe that Jesus just smiled everywhere he went <laughs> and yeah. like just exuded joy and exuded a, a belief he, he convinced people, um, both in his words and his actions that I want to be with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And a smile does that. It eliminates fear. Like right. I always say like a smile eliminates fear. If you've gone to a doctor's office, I just had two very different doctors experiences. One where the doctor did not smile and did not look me in the eyes and it was terrible. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so bad. And then the other one where the doctor was really like smiley and great and made me feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Made me feel safe and made me feel like it was going to be okay. And, you know, it was like not in whatever, but yeah. I just think smiling is huge. But things like smiling and joyful first impressions and laughing, they can tear down the barriers to a positive mentoring relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're so important. They sound so simple. But they are so important because who doesn't like to be with someone who likes to be with them? Mm -hmm. And our kids have to know that. Yeah, I I think a lot of a lot of people use humor mm -hmm. to resolve tension, and it's like this. Oh, I'm like feeling really uncomfortable about this situation. Mm -hmm. Like, and so we're not saying like if your kid's having a really tough day, like okay, just make him laugh, like that'll solve your problems. But we're saying we really need to have the mindset of we don't need to be the funny guy, but like if there's no laughter in our relationship, we are not building that connection. Right. And I guess what it boils down to is we're giving you permission to laugh. Yeah. Like we don't have to be so serious all the right. time. Right. Yes. Seriousness is not a fruit of the spirit. That's right. <laughs> That's good, Stephen. If I throw my mentee a football and he drops it, should I laugh at him? 
<laughs> well, it depends on, you know, it depends on the kind of pass it was. Okay. A good way to help cultivate laughter and joy in a mentoring relationship is our next point. And that is what's important to them needs to be important to you. Mm -hmm. So, hey, look, we get that you might not be all about video games. Like we understand that you might not think that playing Fortnite is a really good uh, thing to do. But if it's important to your kid and then we need to see it as valuable because whenever we value what they value, we're essentially valuing them. Yeah. And so, Absolutely. Um, hey, if your kid likes to watch silly videos on their phones, then instead of being like, uh, you shouldn't do that. Instead, you need to do your math homework. Instead of doing that, why don't you try to engage with them? And hey, why don't we watch this video together? And then y'all can have a conversation about it. And then y'all might laugh a little bit or it might bring up a really important thing that you guys need to talk about. Yeah. Um, so enter into their world by mm -hmm. valuing what they value. Our next one um, is we need to become experts in asking good questions. Whether you admit it or not, every single person likes to talk about themselves. They like yeah. to talk about the things that they're into or doing or, um, you know, who they are as a person. And yeah. so I think that a lot of the kids that we mentor may not, they really may not have anyone asking them questions on a regular basis yeah. about them. Yeah. And I mean, this reminds me of a song by the deep, uh, theologian, Mr. Toby Keith. Mm. Oh. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about I. I want to talk about number, number one. one no, my, me, my, my, what I think, what I like, <laughs> what I know, what I want, what I see. Because this is Texas, Stephen. We all know wow. country music. Yeah, the but album like, cover has a giant boot on it. That's right. But like, <laughs> there is something about that. Like, hey, that's great. But like, um, people like to talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. And especially kids. <laughs> kids yeah. like to talk about themselves. And like, it just, when you start asking questions about like, oh, what did you do this weekend? And then diving right. into those things. You don't need to start with like really serious conversations. Right. But when your mentee recognizes, oh, my mentor wants to know about me, mm -hmm. it drops the wall for yeah. them to be able to start answering the harder questions. And I think I have seen kids at first be hesitant. I mean, you we've all known a teenager at some point that's like, how's your weekend? Good. <laughs> how's your math test? Fine. And like I, those may be the answers for a long time, right? But when you continue to push and ask questions beyond, you know, like performance-based questions, I guess, um, and really get to know them as a kid, those kinds of questions, the answers will become longer. Mm -hmm. They will be more willing to share because you are building trust that you are continuing to get to know them, and you're not going to yes. leave. Right. Every question you ask is an invitation for them. For relationship. Yes. That's right. And so you keep inviting them to open up. Asking questions shows you're interested mm -hmm. and it gives them an opportunity to go deeper in the relationship. If you stop asking questions, you're not giving them an opening to know that you're 
you're a, a safe place. And this summer I went to Iraq for a month. My mentee is not going to ask me, Hey, how was Iraq? Like, tell me <laughs> how that went. Like, yeah. and so you sit here and you're like, would you like to hear about how my life has been going? Like, yeah. and, and like, you just feel this sense as a mentor. You're like, he's not going to ask me. I need to ask him to ask me and all these things, but no, this isn't about me. Mm-hmm. Like I need to ask questions, not get him to ask questions about me. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's the temptation. If you don't have the humble piece, like of being a yep. mentor, like your mentee is not going to ask you the questions you want to answer. <laughs> yeah. Right. You need to ask him questions and allow him to answer and to grow. Right. And he's not going to ask you questions because he's 10. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but okay. So here are two practicals. Okay. Uh, whenever you ask questions, make sure that they're open ended questions. Instead of giving them the opportunity to give one-word answers, mm-hmm. ask them open-ended questions. That's good. Um, so being intentional about that. And then the second thing, which we will add in our show notes, is this. Whenever our program was first starting, we actually made question cards for our mentors to carry in their wallets. Mm. And it had about 15 or 20 questions that you can ask your mentee each and every time that you spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be in our show notes, but just... Simple things. Hey, um, tell me about your favorite thing today. Tell me about your least favorite thing. Um, tell me one exciting thing that you're looking forward to. How's it going with your family? Have you and your siblings had any um, issues this past week? Things of that nature. So those will be in our show notes. So check them out That's good. as you share our podcast with people. <laughs> Shameless plug. Okay, last one. Here we go. Mentoring basics. Over-communicate. Yes. We Mm. have got to over-communicate in all things, whether that's um, with their guardian, with their mom, with their grandma, with their family. Um, If you're going through a hard season, which as a mentor, it's okay to go through a hard season, whether it's transition or things like that, instead of just not showing up for two months – Communicate that with the kid who you mentor. Hey, look, man, I just had a baby, or I just got this new, um, I just got this new job. Video game. I am having a um, a season where things are just really, really busy. I might not be around for the next six weeks yeah. as much as I have been, um, mm-hmm. but I still love you. Or hey, it's summer. I'm going to be out of town a lot. I'm. I might not text you or call you as often. That doesn't mean that I don't love you. It just means that I'm busy. Mm-hmm. But I'll be sure to get back with you when fall hits. Communication in any relationship is so key. And sometimes, I mean, when you ghost on your mentee. I don't know what that means. It's it's something that happens in today's relationships where you <laughs> send a text message and they leave you on read. Like, which means they've read the text message, but they haven't responded. And that's what they call ghosting, Zachary. I know you're almost 40, so I don't. (laughs) What's that they're ghosting? Oh, gosh. So, (laughs) but I I just think you've made a commitment to be in their life, to be their mentor. And when you are not communicating, Mm -hmm. that is communicating something. Exactly. And that's not good. Well, and unfortunately... Because some of our mentees have been hurt in the past, they 
sometimes believe the worst. Mm -hmm. So if they send you a text and you don't respond, it's not, oh, my mentor must be busy. He's got three kids and he has a full-time job. Unfortunately, it is, he doesn't love me. He won't show up. I can't trust him. And it's just when you let your mentee just hanging there by not communicating, it gives the enemy just an open door to yeah. lie because yeah, that's yeah. what he does because he's a punk and he lies. Um, and we want to not give him that opportunity because we want to communicate as much as we can to the kid mm-hmm. who we mentor. Yeah. And if you think that you've communicated enough, you probably haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if you are an Enneagram six like me and you need to feel secure and you are a loyal person and need others to be loyal to you and you think that you've communicated you probably haven't man gosh i i feel like this is coming from like a oh, it's from like a personal, personal place yeah, like whoa we're just trying to be there. real and honest <laughs> like i feel like gosh is like yeah and whenever you text your boyfriend and he doesn't text you back like last night <laughs> hey Lucas Tidwell, you're out there, probably not listening to this podcast. But, but you better be because Caroline values this and you need to value what she yeah. values. Yeah. <laughs> All that, that to say, it's important to yes. overly communicate. It's yeah. a basic relational mm-hmm. like practice. Right. And so we need to recognize for our kid or for a single mom yeah. what it means, totally. for sure, what she sees. And so mm-hmm. intention is different than the impact. Right. And you honor her too. You as, for sure honor her, yeah. As the mom being like, oh, the mentor cares enough to not only communicate with my child, but with me yeah, and to value our family. Like that's huge. And you just, yeah, communication's and, great. And here's something that you can take away from this point is whenever you hang out with your mentee, um, text the guardian before you show up. And then whenever you pick up the kid, Tell the guardian, hey, we're going to go to the park. We're going to go to a game. When you get there, text her and just say, hey, we're here. When you leave, text her, hey, we're on our way home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then after you drop them off, text her and say, hey, thanks so much for allowing me to hang out with your kid. Wow. Because when you think about it, these guardians, these moms are allowing us, sometimes a stranger, who they haven't known for very long to hang out, to invest into their most prized possession, their child. And we honor them and we show them worth and them value by communicating and over communicating everything that we do Mm -hmm. um, because we want to make her feel safe. Mm -hmm. Man, I love it whenever my child hangs out with the mentor because he's not only is he being invested in, but I know he's safe. Yeah. That's really good. uh, So yeah. Those are the basics of mentoring. Uh, guys, in this podcast, we just want y'all to know that we are not, we don't have everything down. Like we are not um, the professional know-it-alls of mentoring. We've just been doing this for a minute and we think that we've learned some things. More times than not, we've learned through failing. Um, but we just want to start this conversation yeah. of what it looks like to be Jesus to a kid who's experienced some difficulties. Um, and that is our goal. Yeah. Uh, we want to show this kid that they're loved, that they have value, that they have potential, mm-hmm. and that they're worth hanging out with. Yes. And we want to show them the love of Christ 
and we want to make them feel like they're worth it. Yeah, that's good. So, um, it's good tech. So, mentors, hey, you can mentor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just want to pray for y'all right now that if there's anything in your life, if there's any lies in your head that you don't have what it takes, that this isn't working or this isn't effective, I just want to speak against that and say, no, 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 you do. And the Lord is going to use you in your yes to transform a kid's life um, because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. He's all about relationships because relationships change lives. Come on. So share this. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Check out our show notes. Um, tell a friend yeah. about us because anyone who's mentoring kids, we want them to hear this podcast to learn a thing or two. Also Absolutely. follow us on the gram, the Instagram, and yeah. you can mentor. Zach, I love that you know what a minute is, but you don't know what ghosting is. God bless you in your mentoring relationship and your own walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. We love you. See you next time. Yeah. Did we say we were going to pray for them? I did kind of, it was kind of kind of like a voice prayer. Like, Hey, I'm going to pray for you. Then I just kind of went into it. Okay. We'll count it. Amen. Amen. <laughs>